0: When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Makuna Ain't no as in craze.
1: Welcome, everyone. I am Jay.
2: I'm Andrea.
1: And we are here as your host on the Disney Plus Us podcast. And we got a humdinger, as they say in the biz.
2: A humdinger. A
1: humdinger for you. Uh, today, we are going to talk about Sleeping Beauty.
2: The beauty that was sleeping. It sounds very
1: short and dull, doesn't it?
2: Sleeping Beauty. You think you're just going to watch a movie full of like snoozing people.
1: Yeah, no, that's not it at all. And
2: all of them are kind of average looking, and then there's one that's (laughs) kind of good looking. And she's
1: (laughs) snoozing because everybody else is average.
2: Yeah. Sounds like middle school.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, today uh, we have a... uh, Let's just dive into it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> that was jay's clearly
2: a, jay's a little jittery a little,
1: little too much uh get up and go in my yeah uh blood
2: so uh for those of you who haven't listened before welcome thanks for listening yes uh jay and i have been listening to all or er, watching all of the disney animated features starting with snow white and working our way forward in time so right now we are watching we are going to watch the 1959 classic Sleeping Beauty.
1: Yes. And before we get to that, let's do some news. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool Disney Plus news out there. All
2: right. Let's hear it. Oh, boy.
1: Hey, Andrea, I'm going to about the news. yes okay so first on the docket is none other than our good friend bob Iger, and he says there are hold
2: on on. bob Iger, the ceo of disney
1: former ceo of disney Ah, he recently stepped up okay yeah he uh he but i still think he's very involved with Disney Plus. Okay. And so he says straight up there are more movies that are coming directly to Disney Plus. They are bypassing the theater. They're going straight to Disney Plus. And I think um it was something about the Artemis Fowl?
2: Yeah, I saw something about the Artemis Fowl movie which uh, that's based on a book series. Um, and they made a movie about it, and that was supposed to be released in theaters uh, sometime within the next few months, right?
1: Yeah, but that this is going straight to Disney Plus,
2: and now it's going straight to Disney Plus. Um, onward was in theaters uh, starting in March, I believe, and very quickly, like theaters shut down, so they moved onward pretty quickly pretty quickly over to Disney Plus and rumor is it has been watched by way more people on Disney Plus than it was w- watched in in theaters yeah
1: that's pretty wild when you see such success at this outlet
2: yeah it's really interesting to see so yeah. were there any other movies that were mentioned
1: um no not directly but I do want to say there are, I'm Star Wars nerd here. Uh, Obi Wan is delayed.
2: And that's a series based on Obi Wan?
1: Kenobi, yeah. That and,
2: stars Ewan McGregor.
1: And it is, I mean, imagine it's not going to be just like Mandalorian, but it's a series like Mandalorian in the Star Wars world and it's solely based on obi-wan cool but that's being delayed because there's a new writer in town it sounds like for the series um but there is good news in the star wars world the movie for 2022 is still on
2: okay cool so
1: that's good all right good so to know. enough about the news i'm yeah. i'm clapping my hand wiping my hands of okay this. yeah Sleeping Beauty. Yes. How long has it been, my dear wife?
2: Oh, gosh. Years. And I remember, well, the first time I saw it, I must have been very, very young, under the age of three. The reason I know this is for two reasons. First off, I was totally freaked out by Maleficent. Yeah. She terrified me. And there's one shot in the movie where it, like, dims out and all you can see are her eyes and her eyes are really creepy oh no. and so i started seeing her eyes in like the knot holes of my bedroom door oh no. when i go to bed at night the other reason i know i saw this movie before the age of three is and this is i'll try and shorten this story a bit when i was around the age of three i fell into a smoldering campfire
1: Yes, I've heard of this story.
2: And the reason I fell into the smoldering campfire was because I was dancing around it like Maleficent's minions in this movie. Oh,
1: my gosh.
2: I thought it looked fun. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go dance around like those guys. And bam, fell in. Yikes. Got a nice scar on my arm. But otherwise, I came through unscathed.
1: Wow. That's crazy.
2: I have a history with this movie.
1: Yeah. Wow. So... There's something there. For me, on the other hand, I just remember one scene, and it's the true love's kiss—the
2: smoochy scene—and
1: that's it. That's like, all you remember. Is it a short movie?
2: How old were you when you saw this? I
1: can't. I don't know. I I didn't write it down. Do you I mean, remember
2: the three fairies?
1: No. Nope.
2: The three—the pink, the oh, green, blue, and yellow. And the green fairies. Oh.
1: Maybe are they all old ladies? Yeah. Maybe. I let you bring it up and
2: you might recognize some of the voices.
1: Oh. Um, fun.
2: Yeah, the voice of the fairy godmother. Yeah. Is one of them. Uh the voice of Lady from Lady in the Tramp, which we did last week. Yeah. Is one of the fairy voices. <sighs> oh my gosh. So be listening for those. I'm
1: excited now. Um yeah, I am let's bring it on. I I'm, I'm ready. But in true Disney plus us fashion, we've got to do an improv, of course. And, um, obviously, there's some sort of spell that says the like only to sl- wake this sleeping beauty, only a true love's kiss can do this,
2: right? Somehow that became a thing.
1: So, you and I are gonna play. Like wizards uh, that set the rules <laughs> of what the magic is. They're the ones that that said yes for this sleeping spell. The only way to break it is a true, true love's kiss. Cute. All right, and our setting we're at the top of a castle around a bubbling pot. Maybe for nothing. But, you know, it could always be there. And it's some sort of meeting or committee where we're officially setting these rules for other issues. Okay. All right. Why Mortimus? I dare say we struck gold with this.
2: Stand back, Hezekiah. Oh, the, the cauldron's bubbling on your robe.
1: I said we dare done struck gold with gold? this. Gold! Gold! Uh, with uh, yeah. this True Love's Kiss.
2: True Love's Kiss, huh?
1: Yes, we did well.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's hard to come by, though, Hezekiah. What? I that's mean, why we did well. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you you don't want people to be able to break these spells very easily.
1: <laughs> Why would you make it easy to break a spell? What
2: if, say, a man gets turned into a toad?
1: Can okay. we have? Uh,
2: you're saying true love's kiss. Some lady's gonna have to kiss a toad.
1: For that one, let's just settle on a kiss. Okay. Eh?
2: Not true love. Just a kiss?
1: Gender neutral, love optional <laughs> kiss. Okay. Lips to okay, green still, skin. Okay, still
2: someone's going to have to kiss and yeah. feel like that. Which is, tough. you
1: know, it's pretty tough.
2: Okay, what else we got? Okay, um, so
1: I have one where the person gets the lower half. It's like uh, their bottom half is a horse. In like
2: the, a reverse mermaid.
1: It's kind and of, the top part part is not a reverse mermaid but horse bottom human top
2: a centaur centaur
1: only it's exactly like that only their brain is a horse so how can we break this one so
2: the top half is a horse and the bottom half is human
1: and it, it no the person it's a centaur only acts more horsey like, it goes after hay and maize <laughs> Okay,
2: okay, but they still have the human top.
1: Yeah. You know, you.
2: some girls like that.
1: I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just telling you. I
2: think True Love's Kiss is fine for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've used that already. Okay. Surely we can come up with something a little more original.
2: Yeah. Um, how about By the Light of a Full Moon... They must turn around three times and utter the phrase, dilly, dilly, dally.
1: I love it.
2: Let it be written. (laughs) Let
1: it be written. (laughs) Okay,
2: so what if she's dead? Like, she's been poisoned, and it looks like she's dead. How dead is dead?
1: Skeleton?
2: Well, no, she still, like, has some flesh on her. Um, How about we make it so she doesn't decompose?
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Are we still saying true love's kiss for that?
1: We've been using this kiss really hard.
2: I know. I just, it it's so romantic. Do we need to
1: talk about something, my friend?
2: Well, it's been a while.
1: <laughs> Come here. And scene. Scene. <laughs> oh, my God. Silly, yes. <laughs> the probability of it being there. Not great.
2: No. It was cut for time. It
1: was cut for time. Yeah. But, you know, whatever.
2: Cool. Well, we should probably watch the trailers so you know what to expect from this movie. And
1: this is the original Sleeping Beauty trailer.
2: Now, don't tease me, Romy. You said you had the original last time. No,
1: no. This is. Okay. This theater proudly announces one of the most important entertainment movies of our time.
2: The presentation of a magnificent motion picture, Walt Disney's Sleeping Beauty. One of the world's best love stories becomes Walt Disney's most wonderful motion picture. Only in this theater, in this area, can you experience Sleeping Beauty as Walt Disney visualized its perfect presentation. For For only here you can see it in that fabulous new dimension. Techniorama
1: 7.0, filling the gigantic screen with all of its visual wonders, all its spectacle, all its fun. Only in this theater will you be able to enjoy the sensation Are you sure of this sleeping an beauty. Ad was for star- the theater, <laughs> okay, I might have played the theater, I just.
2: Wait a minute.
1: Uh, oh, okay. All right. Hold on. You're Here we go. You're used to
2: watching your movies on this size of screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they had those those videos even back then. All right. Uh, all right. The, uh, I don't want to risk doing the same thing.
2: We can cut that part out.
1: <laughs> no. It's staying in. <laughs> All right. uh, Let's just go with this one. If
2: you're listening now and have a time machine, go back like a minute and just skip forward.
1: (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Okay. That's the same thing again. Okay. Uh. No, I'm doing it right this time. It's not the OG trailer. I'm sorry. (sighs) There's too hard to find. You could have been here looking for it while I was.
2: You me. You're like the original. (laughs) Listen well, all of you. So
1: scary, it is very true. You know the classic story. I don't, now not really. Watch it come to life? Okay, so she's a blonde dancing with the a prince. In what is red. it? Come on, let's find out.
2: It's Walt Disney's sleeping beauty.
1: Come along now. We must tell their majesties at once. On the day she was born, I cast a spell upon her. That before the sun set on her 16th birthday, she would prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel. From this slumber you shall wake. When true love's kiss, the spell shall break. True love's
2: kiss. A magic
1: beyond anything you could ever imagine. Has transformed this immortal tale. Wow. As if it is being told for the very first time. First Maleficent is very evil I will give you that
2: Just terrifying
1: Alright I see the three godmothers Aww oh, there's princess Prepare music. to have your senses awakened And Finally. experience the high <laughs> definition event Of the year
2: It has been a long time Walt Disney's <laughs> Sleeping Beauty for the first time ever on Platinum Edition DVD.
1: Wow, okay. Uh-huh. I'm excited. I, I mean...
2: Now that you see more of what it's about.
1: So it's more of you were doomed to be cursed. Yeah. Have fun.
2: On the day you were born. Now look forward to that as you grow <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> With that, I say let's watch the movie. Let's do it.
2: One, two, three, four it's time for the movie which remote, which remote do we use again
1: i'll get the popcorn there could be spoilers we'll be back in four three two one and we're back
2: we just watched sleeping beauty and joining us this
1: is so exciting Two fantastic people. None other also
2: watch Sleeping Beauty. Yes.
1: Shaw and Maureen. This is our first time on the show. Yay. So uh welcome guys.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having us. This is fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a it's a it's a fun concept and just fun to go with. So let's talk Sleeping Beauty, you two uh when was the before tonight when was the last time you've actually seen this movie
3: okay i'm gonna start off with this one because as the youngest of five girls growing up this was a staple in my family life oh, like, nice. i know all the words i can i know all the tunes <laughs> i was bugging shaw like crazy because i was singing along with everything <laughs> i know sleeping beauty backwards and forwards impressive
1: yes. Sha
0: and I can say with all honesty that I have never seen the movie all the way through. I have only seen bits and pieces when my kids were watching it at Nana's house,
1: oh. so I knew a little bit
0: about it. And even when Marine was singing the stuff, like the like the little background music and stuff, I thought it was just background music. But apparently, there was words there, and she knew really? all the words to like the background scenes. I'm like what?
1: It's because there is
0: what? like it's. It's not like your traditional musical where there's a bunch of different songs, right? Like there was very limited songs.
1: Yeah.
0: Like scene changes had background music, but there was lyrics there too. So it was interesting that from that perspective, I had I had no clue going in all of the the intricacies that was
1: Sleeping Beauty. I am it's it feels like we're in the presence of greatness when it comes to Marine and, <laughs> <laughs> and Sleeping Beauty. I'm I'm actually going to have to watch my uh P's. Common, and Q's. P's and Q's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's dive into this because this has been I I haven't seen this in ages. I bet twenty years or more.
2: Okay. Well let's wow. just talk through some of the major plot points and we'll kind of give our reactions as we go through.
1: So the movie starts with a bedazzled book. That magically opens, and it's it says Sleeping Beauty, uh, and then you hear a voiceover explaining Aurora is the named after the sunshine, and the king and the queen had this daughter, and the it, whole
2: kingdom is celebrating, and they all come for this big party.
1: It's a parade, and here's here's something that I've noticed about the parade. Like the parade was a very big deal. Oh yeah. Compared to what was the latter half, <laughs> like the sixteenth birthday thing? I don't. You know. You <laughs>
2: think more people were at the parade than yes. the sixteenth birthday? Yes, I there did. were a lot of people at the sixteenth birthday.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, I
0: didn't yeah, count. You're right though. Like the parade, there was like lines out of the castle, and it seemed like all of the the local. Well, not local, but far and wide, all the different kingdoms came to adore the new princess, right? Yeah, but you're right. The, yeah. For the 16th birthday. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, think about it. Would you rather see a baby or a 16-year-old?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, anyway, so moving on, uh, there's three fairy godmothers, but they're not. Sorry, Three fairies mm-hmm. that are, I guess, employed by the king. I don't quite They follow. do their
2: own thing. Yeah,
1: but they live in the castle. Do they? I don't know. I don't know I don't where don't they think live. They
3: live in the castle.
1: No, I they, might be wrong.
3: They are their own beings because they come up in other folk tales as well.
1: Okay, so they. So
3: I think they're an they're
2: independent in. company. They show up to to gift Some the contract. new princess with gifts.
1: Yeah, like the oh,
2: magical gifts. It's
1: like they're the magi. It kind of seemed like, like yeah, we are kinda. here with the gifts, and there's this big ceremony and. The first one gifts beauty to the obviously ugly child. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) She could have been already beautiful. We don't know what
0: she would have looked (laughs)
1: like. (laughs) (laughs) And then the second one gifts song and her ability to sing.
3: Okay, and can we talk about how these fairies were clearly not parents? Because as a parent, I would love them to say, like, here's a gift of... Sleeping through the night. (laughs) The gift of, you know, paying attention or (laughs) obedience. Obedience would be an amazing gift, but that's
2: a whole nother conversation.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
1: that is. Yeah,
2: I was thinking they were pretty useless gifts, (laughs) unless they're just trying to, like, get her married off, in which case both of them worked. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
1: wait, I forgot an important plot point. Like, it was arranged on the day of her birth or whatever this parade day that she would be married off to Prince Philip who the
2: neighboring kingdom.
1: Yeah, and that's just how it was. So Uh, convenient. Then then we as the third fairy approaches the what is it called? A bucket? No. (laughs)
2: Bassinet. Bassinet.
1: (laughs) The baby the cradle. And, and says, you know, here's my gift. Suddenly lights go out. Evil comes pouring through the windows and Maleficent shows up and I guess is just really upset she wasn't invited to the shindig. She didn't get an
2: invitation.
3: You guys, you have to pay attention to guest lists. It's like very important. <laughs> I guess. Make sure your guest list is spot on. <laughs> that this is the moral. Be, the rest of your
2: life. be sure to invite the evil one who would take vengeance on you <laughs> 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 if she is not invited.
1: <laughs> oh man.
2: <laughs> we all know one. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's always one. <laughs> um okay, so
2: So Maleficent shows up. Mad, she's not invited. So she curses the baby.
1: And the curse is just ridiculous. Like where did she cook this thing up? She said, "Okay, on her by her 16th birthday, she will prick her finger on a what is a spinning, spinning wheel, wheel and Which die." Still to
0: this day don't know what a spinning wheel is.
1: I know it's, the
3: it's spindle of the spinning wheel. So the spindle is the pokey part that comes out of the circle thing that you put yarn through to create fabric.
1: I see. I don't quite understand the point it's, of the pointy it's part. It's like but.
2: if you have yeah. sheep's wool or something and you're right. trying to make it into thread, then you put it on a spinning wheel and it kind of stretches it out and twists it okay. so that you have a nice, strong, thin thread.
1: I'm not gonna... I don't know.
2: I, I'm not read up on the...
1: I will trust so, that it makes sense there's a pokey thing on a spinning wheel. I don't... <laughs> So
0: is there a deeper meaning then to this like stretching out of the thread and stretching out of the 16 years and the spinning wheel? Oh. Why a spinning wheel? There's so many things that could have... I know.
1: Like, I didn't know
0: if there was a deeper meaning here that I just went over my head. It's
2: or... a little genderist. A little bit.
1: Because They're a giving woman... her
2: beauty and song and now the um the feminine arts of sewing are going to kill her eventually <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's kind of how I feel about sewing too like it would kill
2: me if I had to do it so I kind of feel for her a little bit well they always warned us in like home ec class don't let this needle go through your finger <laughs> oh, like on the sewing machine so this is kind of the same thing
1: uh, yeah only much more okay. fatal <laughs> yeah. side note i did step on a nail when i was mowing the lawn last sunday <laughs> so Ooh, ouch. Yeah, yeah but i'm okay all right let's let's no, no tetanus no walk no ever. i had a booster thank god just uh a month ago so i'm in good shape bring him on i say uh all right so Maleficent exits and
2: after laughing evilly.
1: Evilly. Now, yeah. first off, let's discuss Maleficent. Why is she evil? There's no real motive. There's something with hell. Like, yeah. it's she made some yeah. like demonic reference. So yeah. I'm like, wow, that's dark. so. Is she I mean, co- yeah.
2: connected with hell in some way, or is she just a fan of it?
0: What? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't figure that out either. There's zero motivation, right? She shows up and and just randomly throws this curse out cuz she's not on the guest list. There's got to be a backstory here. Does she love the king? I mean, w- what is it? It just comes out of nowhere that she's this mistress of evil and like summoning hell and all of its demons and the weird little her little minions. I don't I don't know. Yeah. And boy, can Where she we, hold we a grudge. Discover.
2: Like she holds a grudge for 16 years trying to track this girl down. Just get over it. Come I on. Know,
1: <laughs> I know. You weren't invited to a party.
2: What does she do with her time where that she has enough time to do this?
1: There's got to be like a sequel to this movie explaining this. Maybe a prequel. I don't well, know. Well,
2: there's those Angelina Jolie movies. Oh,
1: I'm going to watch those. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you,
2: you watch them and report back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So anyway, the movie uh, then takes us. Well, the bless their hearts, the three fairies say, you know what, let's, let's nip this problem in the bud and let's take the princess and raise her as our own child where we can watch her for 16 years and make sure she does not even see a spinning wheel.
3: Okay, well, hang on, Jay. You forgot about the third.
1: Oh, you're Fair. right. Thank you. Uh, go what, Maureen, what is what does the third one do? Sure. So,
3: the third blue fairy, Meriwether, is encouraged by her two little friends, um, Flora and Fauna, to say, in comforting the king and queen, by saying, We're not done yet. We still have one last gift to give. And so, they push Meriwether forward and they just say, Do the best that you can. And she somehow comes up with this elaborate plan in rhyme to turn Maleficent's curse into not such a bad situation and say, instead of in death, this will just happen in sleep. But not forever, but until your true love's first kiss comes around to break the spell.
1: Oh, that's right. Now, here's my point. If you're about 10 or 15 minutes late to this movie and, you're, and you miss this whole part at the beginning... I bet you are lost <laughs> and you cannot find your bearings. <laughs> but, all right. Um, yeah, so the bless our hearts of the fairies take print the princess Aurora, but give her a new name. Uh, what Briar Rose. Briar Rose.
2: Uh-huh. Raise her in the forest as a peasant are able to successfully hide her for 16 years because Maleficent is throwing a fit
0: that she can't find him anywhere.
1: And they cannot use magic for this entire 16 years.
0: Yeah, so can we talk about this? Yes. This just bugged me the whole movie. So they take her like the same day she's born basically to go raise her in the woods to hide her like deep in the woods from Maleficent for 16 years and give her a new name, give her a new identity. But the fairies keep their names, these immortal beings that have been around that seem to know Maleficent on a first-name basis. And the fairies are just like, oh, we'll keep our same color dress, our same, like, we're not going to disguise ourselves. We'll still go by Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather." But it just, it,
1: there you go. Yeah, no, that's a valid point. I think it's much easier to change their names than the baby who's been alive for one day's name. But, yeah, that's a good point.
2: Well and I also wondered a- why didn't they like steal her away when she was fifteen and hide her for like a year? Like why why did it have to be when she was a baby?
1: What if she's yeah, was six that p- and was touches that part of the
0: oh. curse? That I- that it was just any time before the sixteenth birthday, or like
1: let's right consult with our birthday. master Maureen on this one. <laughs> I don't
0: I
3: mean, to my knowledge, they just say before your 16th like uh. sundown on your 16th birthday so it could have happened when she was seven or 12 but i mean you gotta have at least what two years before yeah. a baby can pick her finger on a spindle like give the parents a couple years
2: yeah that's what i'm thinking they didn't get away. to hang out with their baby at all although maybe I they know. were okay with that i don't know
3: i yeah, mean I, it's an interesting situation but i have to say i love the father's response the, the king's response like his immediate need jerk reaction is, oh, let's burn all the spindles. In the <laughs> Makes country. sense to me. Like, they shoot to the big bonfire. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're working with Maleficent, this crazy queen of demons. Like, you don't think she can just create a spinning wheel? You don't think she
2: can get one to someone to make one for her?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the original baby-proofing. Burn all the needles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so...
2: So flash forward, it's her 16th birthday. They get her out of the house to go pick berries or something. And
1: here's where the the fairy godmothers go horribly reckless, I feel. I love
2: this scene. They send her
1: <laughs> send her out go pick berries alone. We're going to throw you a birthday party. And they are the most just like clueless like what have they been doing for 16 years as as humans who's
2: been cooking and like making clothes and stuff
1: because they set out to make a dress they set out to bake something without using magic and it was just it was comical i mean i loved it but they just went about it the wrong way and um go ahead
0: they just went in all yeah you're right like it was a, it was a great scene like that was probably one of the more sort of like fun scenes of the movie but then you think like well wait a minute like aurora's wearing clothes for a 16 year old and you guys have been living here for 16 years who's been doing the the cleaning and the baking and the the making of the clothes it was a uh, yeah i have we a didn't theory fast forward 16 years in the podcast we fast forward 16 <laughs> years no backstory
2: <laughs> i think it the was the blue fairy yeah, you go andrea yeah i think mm-hmm. it was the blue fairy because she seemed to like, no, no, that's teaspoon. That means teaspoon. And what are, what are you doing? Oh, this is the hole for the bottom of the dress. And she just shakes her head. I think the blue fairy was doing everything.
3: Which is it's funny because she all. was the one that fought to give up the wands so much. Yeah. She was the one that's most shocked about turning their wands in and not using magic. But I bet she's the one that just bucked up and got it done.
1: She's a go getter.
2: Like they didn't take her seriously, (laughs) but she was the one who was the most competent out of all of them.
0: Or skipping ahead when she runs up the stairs to get the, the wands. She knew right where they were the whole time. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> she's She's been using the
1: wands for 16 years. She's
2: been using the wands the whole time. <laughs> Sneaking the magic.
3: Look, these are good as new. <laughs> yep, see?
1: Just worked fine. Oh, funny. Well, uh, okay. So that's at this point, we cut over to Princess Aurora or
2: Briar Rose. Briar
1: Rose. Who has befriended animals.
2: Has a lovely singing voice.
1: And has been telling the animals of a dream of a prince. And she sings the, the biggest song of the movie, which is... Uh, what is it? The True... No. A- In a Dream? kiss Once
2: Upon a Dream. Or I Know You. I've Walked With You. Once... I don't know yeah, what the title is. Yeah, Once Upon a Dream.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and the prince... Is like gallivanting and his first use of a com- comedic com- horse,
2: comical animated horse. Thumbs up.
1: Yeah, very funny. Um, and they they overhear this song, and he's like, "What an angel! I must find and pursue whatever creature is making this <laughs> voice, this sound."
2: Like men do.
1: Like men do. It's it is a <laughs> thing. Uh. It turns out funny enough the I guess he gets bucked by his comic horse into the river they loses his hat loses his cape the animals take it and do an even cuter little pretend dance with uh, Aurora and then what happens?
2: Well, he sneaks up. He sees where his coat goes, finds her, sneaks up, dances with her. They sing.
1: Fall in love. Fall sparks, in love. Sparks like, fly.
2: Immediately. And then after all of this, he's like, what is your name?
1: <laughs> and she's like, I got to go and runs to the cottage. And that's Not when...
0: Before. Not before giving out her address. I won't give you my name, but I'll tell you where I live. But yeah.
1: here's where I live. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the cottage stranger in the woods.
2: <laughs> in and the I'll Glen.
3: see you tonight yeah. at my house. Yeah, they did at set, the set up... the cottage in the Glen.
1: They did I mean, set up...
3: These, these fairies did not teach any sort of stranger danger or giving out personal information.
1: Yeah, that was... Well, he was cute, so... <laughs>
3: I know. 16-year-old girl, you got to give her some breaks. I understand. <laughs> Homeschooled, like she's got nobody else. It's it's going to be fine.
0: But we glance over the fact this is the first man she's ever seen in her entire life. You're right. So, I mean, he could have looked like a Sasquatch, and she'd be like, oh, a It's
1: true. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> well, um, she gets back, and the fairies... They don't really throw a party. The party's kind of meh, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're really a princess, and this is where the truth comes out.
2: Yeah, and we're taking you back to the castle tonight. By the way, what we've been calling you for 16 years, not your real name.
1: And you could die. There's a curse or something. Don't they explain I don't that? think they told her about Okay, the curse. they didn't tell her about yeah. the curse. Yeah. Uh, and the...
2: Well, we get some teenage yeah. angst. Because all yeah. Briar Rose is thinking about is this guy she met in the woods and she won't be able to meet up with him if they're going back to the castle tonight. So she throws <laughs> herself on her bed and cries.
1: What happens from there? I forget. My notes are a little... Sp- Can we go back one second? Yeah, sure. I
0: thought it was really r- really interesting right when she comes in and the, they're trying to clean up their sort of magic mess. They, <laughs> the Who was it? The blue one, Merriweather. I thought it was really cool that it seemed very much like they were paying homage, homage to Fantasia with the little dancing mop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the way she was moving, I was like, this is just like
3: Fantasia.
1: That's a great point. The 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 sorcerer's apprentice there.
3: The music was almost identical as well. Like, there were a couple Uh, bars of the same music from
1: Fantasia. Oh. And then she goes, stop, mop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) here's what really run me the wrong way and I think it's supposed to. That the two witches were fighting using their magic to change the the dress color from pink to blue, pink to blue. So furiously that magic sparks were shooting out the only place in the house where it could shoot out and that's the, the, the chimney. And just so happens Maleficent's evil crow is flying overhead and picks up the signal, the magic signal. And he's like, hey, there's magic going on. Something's down here. And where are we now? What are we doing?
2: Um, we are back with our two kings, King Stephen and King Philip's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and they are drinking a toast to That's right. their children getting together and immediately getting married and immediately having children
1: that's right that so, was pretty and funny here's
3: one and here's one of disney's multiple reasons or viewings of a whole lot of drinking alcohol in a kids movie because i, <laughs> I feel know. like this is all over the place
2: i remember so, seeing this as servant. a kid yeah and thinking yes. that was hilarious that the servant is like passed out drunk
1: i'm gonna <laughs> give this all the wine <laughs> this is a hard g like this is not a soft g it's a very hard g rating. <laughs>
3: it's true and it gets scary man i mean Um, i had nightmares after this movie yeah so many times oh
1: andrea has a story yeah
2: on the first part i told a story about maleficent and i had nightmares and i saw her eyes and like the knot holes of my door and Mm -hmm. yeah anyway this
1: Uh, whole thing so the we're back at the castle it's her birthday wait
2: philip comes riding up he's like father i found the girl i'm going to marry she's a peasant and the dad freaks out yes okay now they're taking her back to the castle
1: and she gets <sighs> are you okay sha
0: i'm good i just it was such a hard thing they keep her safe for 16 years <laughs> Why couldn't they just keep her safe for a couple more hours and say, hey, we don't have to go to a castle right now. I know. No one's expecting us. Right? We haven't had any communication with the outside world for 16 years. Take but her we'll on a tour of the out. town
2: or something. <laughs>
1: Very irresponsible fairies. They they did so kind of blow it. And then
2: they're like, let's yeah. leave her alone for a few minutes. No.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So they take her to a room that's made of stone and just give her time. And that's when, of course, Maleficent shows up, immediately hypnotizes her, sends her up the stairs and like conjures a spinning wheel where she immediately is like zombie eyed and reaches out and pokes her finger on the uh, very uh, uh, important pointy thing of the spinning wheel, Mm -hmm. killing her. She's, and
3: we have to clarify that that was all being done with the creepiest music that I have ever heard.
1: It is very, yeah.
3: I mean, oh, yeah. The, the oh, composition yeah. of this music while she is being led up this back stone staircase is just, like, it's such an art, an artistry that they're able to couple the lighting and the music to just freak me out. It's terrifying.
2: Which, I mean, the music... that's where all my
3: nightmares came from.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, green light appears in your bedroom <laughs> and a door yeah. opens man, up. Don't
3: follow the green <laughs> light. Don't follow Just it. Well, it's,
0: like, <laughs> it's all the major like horror movie tropes. Like You don't go off alone. That's when you die, right? It's like, oh, well, the creepy music starts and she goes off alone. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, anytime that's you okay. see something <laughs> like green in a Disney movie, it's evil. Don't go there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's true. It's true. <laughs> And um, the
3: fairies realize, and they start to chase after her, right? And this is what drives me nuts. is because they sit there, and they try and push on this brick wall to get through yes. where she goes.
1: And they and have then, wands. Oh, gosh,
3: it's like five minutes later. But oh, let's just use our wands. They haven't used
2: their wands for way? 16 years. They forgot. That's true.
3: They changed the dress. They changed the cake. <laughs> they changed up <zip laughs> the house. I'm not accepting that as an alternative, alternative here.
1: Fair. Very fair. Um, okay, so then they uh, finally
2: find her, she's collapsed on the floor. Maleficent laughs evilly and disappears.
1: This is where the movie kind of turns into an adventure. It is now up to these three fairies, uh, on how to best cover their tracks. Maybe that's the motivation because they're like, Oh, we're re we really screwed up. What's yeah. going to happen when they find out we did? And one of them goes, they won't find out. <laughs> they will be sleeping. And this is what I'm going to say. I, when I was watching this, Andrea can vouch. I straight up said, Andrea, this is nothing shy of genocide here. They went around and put everybody into the, in the kingdom, no matter who you were, how you were involved in this, to sleep. They stole life forced the kingdom to go to sleep. <laughs> and uh then Jay was horrified by well, that. it was just it was very at weird. least
0: it was at least it was just like a sleep and not like cease to exist like the Thanos Snap or something. And <laughs> that is, they were just sleeping, Jay. Genocide? I don't know. I know.
1: I mean <laughs> against their will <laughs> forced to sleep. So, Sounds awful. But it could have been a hundred years. The- I, don't know.
3: I that's what I was gonna say is that like at this point the fairies didn't know how long this was gonna last.
1: It's true. So... It's true. Well
0: you would assume if it's gonna be longer than a day, then true love's never gonna happen. They're I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're giving love true is... love
3: one day when they had no idea who her true love was at this <laughs> point.
0: Well, if she's never met anyone in the entire world, except for this one dude in the forest that same day, your circle of like self-sacrificial true love is pretty small. It is true, but
1: I digressed. <laughs> um. Okay, so now it's to the fairies that are that say we need a hero. And that hero's name is Philip, and they. They hunt down Philip, they magic and they, him. At,
3: they know, though. Then they know, because yeah. while they're putting the town to sleep, they're putting to sleep Philip's husband, I mean, Philip's wow. father, the king. <laughs> and that's when... Whoa, plot
0: twist. <laughs> <yeah>.
3: <laughs> that's when the king said the same thing, that he had met her, his true love, and they had met once upon a dream, which was the kiss line oh, that's right. From, yeah. from the main song. That's like the crucial turning point. Yes. And finally, no. Yes. And then he can go find Philip.
1: So, Um, but
2: they put everybody to sleep before they found that out. So were they going to go find the boy from the forest or were they just going to like put everyone to sleep and then like skip
0: town? (laughs) (laughs) See you in a few thousand
1: years. (laughs) Genocide. Okay. So yes, details were learned. They fill up, ends up going to the cottage to catch, to find his true love. Turns out it's Maleficent, not who he thought. And he gets captured, mm. taken to the evil castle. Okay, and can
3: I ask a question at this point? Yeah. How did Maleficent know about the third gift? So when she left the baby party, she left right after she put the curse on Aurora So I would assume that she would think that as soon as Aurora touched the spindle, she would die. Yeah. But she didn't. So she somehow found out about the third gift from Meriwether, I suppose. It's just I would assume that she would think she'd prick her finger and then die. But then since Maleficent went back to the cottage to try and catch Aurora's true love, whoever he may be, that she must have learned about the third curse.
2: Yeah. Or the third blessing. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of like a little plot question mark. Yeah, yeah, so I think people talk. So maybe she heard some gossip over Well, the here's what
1: yeah. we only know what we know, and we know that these fairies are a bit clumsy, maybe a, a bit goofbally, <laughs> maybe a, some lips a little too True. loose. True. They I,
3: illustrated that many
2: times.
1: Yes. So uh I don't know. I would assume maybe that would happen in this scenario? Yeah,
2: but everybody was there during the baby scene, so everybody in town knew this. So oh, surely they yeah. would be talking about it, and one of her minions would report back to her.
1: Very, good she point. found
2: that's out. That's possible.
3: And that's possible.
1: Um. Okay. So Phillip, in Phillip the gets dungeon, kidnapped. yeah, chained to the wall, and of course, M- Maleficent Man-napped.
2: does the. Man-napped. Not kidnapped. Yeah,
1: man napped. She does the thing where well, he's sixteen. No, maybe eight. No, uh, he's a little IT. older. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: he's got to He's over twenty, right? Maybe at least thirty.
2: No,
1: was at least
3: like five or six when he's looking at baby Aurora. Yes, at yeah. the
2: beginning. So he's got to be early twenties. Yeah, man napped.
1: Um, man napped. So what else happens? Uh, the
2: She's like, I'll let you go when you're 100. Yeah,
1: he's she straight up tells the plan to him. And the fairy godmothers decide, let's go to Maleficent's home and barge in on this. And they go down to the dungeon, zap after Maleficent has left, zap the, the tines that are holding him, and then gave, give them, hey, here's some here's a sword. sword. Here's and, a shield. And But they have powers. It's like the sword of truth will always be able to, you know, and then here's a shield of protection that is protecting you from shield all. Of,
0: shield of virtue. Virtue, yes. Mm-hmm. But
1: mm-hmm. I yeah, want to point out. That
0: was interesting because, you
1: know, go ahead. Uh, the... it's my opinion that philip was a terrible fighter (laughs) he was just waving his sword around like an idiot and he drops the shield but i what were you saying cha
0: yeah no i just thought it was interesting that i mean you see this in a lot of disney movies and like good and bad good and evil are very black and white in the early days of disney right like i mean she comes out straight up a scene before this she says i am the mistress of evil and then right after that, he gets the shield of virtue and the sword of truth. Like good and evil are just so black and white in Disney. I mean, later we start to get really a lot of gray area on what that means, right? But in this time of Disney, like it's just no, it's here's good and here's evil. There's no gray area. There's nothing in between. That's I mean, they just really force that down on you, right? Yes, they really
1: yeah. do. It's.
0: It's the sword of truth. <laughs> there's no reason why it's called that, but it's no. just to just to show that we are all good here. Isn't yep.
2: that in the Bible, like the, the armor of God and there's the sword of truth?
0: Yeah, put on the armor of God. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
1: Sound, sounds has, like something. has
2: nothing to do with anything biblical in this movie, but I think they ripped it off. You know, <laughs> sounded cool.
1: Writing's hard.
0: <laughs> this whole story was ripped off, wasn't it? Amy? What I mean, most of these <laughs> early ones were.
1: Oh yes. Uh, okay, they so were just fairy tales. The prince charges the, or he he's trying to escape, and it, this was actually a pretty intense scene. I loved watching the escape scene, and the fairies come and help him, and every he's bumbling every step of the way, so. When there's like hot water or something poured down, they turned it into a rainbow. Or here's boulders falling, and oh, they're bubbles now, <laughs> <laughs> and arrows coming flying. Nope, they're flowers. <laughs> uh, it was because a- they
0: can, they're only allowed to do good with their magic,
2: except. But- the blue fairy turned the crow into stone.
1: That is true. Yes.
2: Which is arguably not time. a good deed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Since in Disney movies, all animals are rational beings, turning one to stone would be taking its life. Yeah,
1: that's murder.
0: These yeah. are
1: yeah. genocidal fairies, I'm yeah. telling you. Um <laughs>
2: They're just trying to cover their butts, Jay. (laughs) They made a mistake at work. They're trying to cover their butts. Everyone's been there.
0: We don't always resort to
2: genocide, but you know.
1: So what's funny is I don't remember the crow ever coming back to life. Like he never did.
0: (laughs) He's gone, man. Yeah,
1: he's gone uh inquiring,
0: so inquiring minds want to know it is actually not a crow it is a raven
1: oh thank so you
2: oh. how can you tell
0: uh google
1: Ooh. oh <laughs> yeah can't argue <laughs> with that
0: i'm sure there's maybe an animation thing that you could tell that.
1: uh so now okay. the prince has escaped the castle maleficent throws up this Of all things, giant thorn patch around the entire, like, sleeping kingdom.
2: I know that would deter me from true love, so. Oh, thorns? Okay. Uh, Yeah,
1: (laughs) I just escaped doom, and now there's thorns around the kingdom? Uh, Better not. No, (laughs) And uh,
3: he does seem to maneuver that fairly easily. Yeah, it takes him,
1: like, three swipes. The Um, only
0: time he uses his sword effectively is on the thorn. Other than that, he is (laughs) not trained on the sword. It is true.
1: It is very true. (laughs) Maleficent zips over there in no time. Becomes a dragon. Becomes a dragon for who knows why.
2: Because she can.
1: And starts fighting this epic battle in which the the fairy godmothers cast some spell on the sword. The sword zings up into the chest of... Maleficent, and she dies, we assume. And that's when we get our happily ever after ending. Everybody wakes up. The princess wakes up. Oh, no. Well, the guy goes up to kiss her.
2: Without her consent.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure it's given post <laughs> post-consciousness, which is also sounding horrible. Um. So the... Everybody's happy. The kingdom wakes up. They get married like day one. But well, we don't
2: know that. They just danced. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we see the credits. There it is. All right, Leeches, what do you think? What do you think of this movie?
3: I mean, I love it. It's, it's a part of my youth, so I just have a soft spot for it. My sisters and I still joke about make it pink, make it blue, and scrumps at parties, you know, a toast to the bride and all that stuff. <laughs> but what drives me nuts is how little Aurora actually communicates. Because even especially at the end, when she goes and hugs her mother and father, who she has no idea ever existed before, she hasn't seen in 16 years, it's just this little little hug to oh, mom, hi. little hug to dad, and then I'm going to go dance with this guy I've known for 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's... She
0: knew him longer than her parents, I guess, but...
2: I don't think I she's the main character.
1: In yeah, this. who do you think is? The
2: fairies. Yeah. Like, all of the action is around them creating problems and then solving it. Like, she's barely on screen, Aurora. Mm-hmm. It's very true.
1: Now, while we're talking about Aurora, should we move on to our next segment?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Leadership, morality, fashion, singing, X-Factor. The Disney Princess's five-point princess
2: score is... All right. Sean Maureen, what score did you give Aurora for leadership?
3: I gave her a solid three. didn't seem to have much going on (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um i gave her a four it without spoiling my other numbers for all of these because she led the animals i think with grace and a plum
2: interesting jay
1: i gave her a two okay she literally lived her life being told what to do the entire time very little leadership
2: I gave her a one for the exact same reason. <laughs> Plus she followed that green light, which a true leader would never do.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa, Shaw with the highest point score. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Good. Okay. All uh, right.
2: Morality. Maureen, what'd you give her?
3: I mean I gave her a four. She's she's sixteen. Doesn't have know much about the world. I feel like she tried her best. When not under the spell of other people. I feel like I was being generous with this one, but I'm going (laughs) to stick with my
2: four. That's fair. Shaw?
0: I gave her a one. She had 16 years of being told, like, one rule about the world. Like, don't talk to strangers. (laughs) They're dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) And the first stranger she meets, she gives out her address. She's cuddling with him, her head on the shoulder. She's an idiot. (laughs) She could
2: have been murdered. <laughs> we don't. She
0: could have been.
1: Very good point. Jay. I gave her a three. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I I mean, eh, I mean nothing special. <laughs> she wasn't like the spawn of Satan here, but she didn't do anything great.
2: <laughs> yeah, I gave her a two, mostly because she broke the rules. She got upset after like her fairies did all this stuff for her. And then she's, like, following this green light and doing exactly what they told her not to do. Yeah. So, even though she was hypnotized. So, yeah, two. Got it. Fashion. Fashion.
3: Okay, I gave this girl a solid five. Granted, she only wore two dresses the whole time, and she only picked out one of them probably. But the girl can wear a dress.
2: She can wear a dress. And her hair is awesome. Yeah. And that purple and scarf that's
3: all you got, went really
2: well yeah, with that dress.
3: So. It was fabulous. Yeah. I mean, it was just great. So what she could do, she did really,
0: really well. Shaw. I, I went with a one again. <laughs> 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 because um, she seemingly didn't care. I mean, if you're going to get a high score in fashion, you have to care about fashion, in my opinion. And she didn't care about the dress when she walked in when they first tried to surprise her with it. Mm -hmm. And then the last scene when her dress is changing colors and no one notices. If you care about fashion in the slightest, you're gonna know that you're you're, you've got a techno dress. (laughs) That's true. Her very first dress that she wears is a gray, drab, bland dress. And just come on, she's a princess. They don't wear gray.
1: That's a very good point. She
3: wasn't a princess at that
1: point. Technically, she was. Always (laughs) a princess.
3: And. If she's truly in love, she's going to be focused on her love's eyes, not on what's happening to the color of her dress. But that's fine. You can go.
1: That's- <laughs> Jay. <laughs> I went with a three. Uh, <laughs> just because she didn't, she herself didn't put on anything that was like, wow, it was gifted to her. And then she, yeah, went with it when it went all techno color. So yeah, three. I mean... Hmm. I don't know if it was her fashion sense, but the fairies, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I gave her a four. I thought she wore the heck out of those dresses. There were only two of them, and one of them was picked out for her. I would have liked to see her hair do something different, but four, yeah. Singing ability.
3: I'm sorry, but this girl has chops. She She can carry a tune. She can belt it out. Sometimes it goes against my ears. But I gave her a five.
2: Nice. Shaw?
0: I gave her a three because I, I thought it was cool. I mean, like, they, it was fun to hear sort of the operatic stuff in a Disney movie. You don't hear, like, opera in Disney much. Um, but she sang one song. And if I'm trying to remember, there was only really two songs in this movie, right?
1: That, this the, is a fair song point. She
0: sang, and then there was the king singing the drunken scrump song i thought was really interesting for a disney musical it had one song sung by the princess which is probably never ever been done in any other disney movie maybe i'm wrong but
1: i think there was one at the beginning that was just i i leaned over to andrea and i said this song is doing nothing for me <laughs> it is oh, not the, work.
2: the parade to the newborn baby yeah, did yeah. not like that sure
0: song. yeah yeah Didn't like it that was kind of like huh. background music throughout but nothing that was sort of your your typical solo princess
3: yeah, there is a lot of singing and there are a lot of lyrics, but I agree it's it's more background chorus mm-hmm. yeah. singing. I
0: just I wanted her to shine and she just never took the spotlight.
1: <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> Jay. I Land went coast. with four. Oh. she did a good job with what she had.
2: She literally was given the gift of song. That's true. And she killed it. I gave her a five. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank
3: you,
2: Andrea. Okay, finally, X-Factor. Songs, not
1: songs. <laughs> <laughs> Gift of okay. one Gift song. Of song. <laughs> this is it.
2: She used X-Factor it up. All right.
3: <laughs> X-Factor, this princess gets a solid one. She mm. has nothing going on. Nothing exemplary. I mean, she has all these gifts, but I just feel like there is nothing really, really special.
1: Shaw.
0: Um, so I know we were talking before this off, off recording. Um, so I'm gonna have to do something that's never been done. I'm gonna give her a zero.
1: Ooh, she's just,
0: she's just burnt. Harsh. She's she's not burnt. She's untoasted bread. Just she's she's just a she has no personality. Just plain
2: nothing. white bread. <laughs>
0: just plain white bread. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't get behind her as a character.
1: I will give her a two also for X-Factor. I just, yeah, she, for all the reasons that have been stated. And, I I mean, she was nice to the animals when she was dancing with them. That's about as much as I can say for (laughs) Princess. Yeah,
2: I gave her a two because the birds, like, harmonized with her. And that was pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, otherwise... She didn't really have a personality. She didn't even really get to talk that much. So I don't feel like I really know
1: her.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that.
0: Okay. To argue my zero. To argue my zero. (laughs) No one's challenging
1: it, but go on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The things that we say she shined on were not of her. Right. She was given the gift of beauty, which apparently she didn't have before. She was given the gift of song. Those were not a part of her. Right, these were sort of forced into her very essence, her very being, and And that was her only
2: personality traits. Yeah, things that were given to her. She's a zero.
1: (laughs) Very well argued. Uh, The zero is approved. She
2: was very friendly to strangers (laughs) (laughs) and animals. That's
3: all she's got.
1: (laughs) Oh, funny!
2: All right, so our final score for Aurora. Uh, or Sleeping Beauty, as she is otherwise known, is More a like 28.
1: 28.
2: So that compares to a 36 for Cinderella, a 34 for Wendy from Peter Pan, and a 21 from Alice in Wonderland. So right Ooh. now she is ranked third out of four All right, on our princess scale. Good to know. Mm,
3: yep. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we move on to here are true facts about Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty? Beauty. <laughs> so we we looked up some quick facts about Sleeping Beauty. Andrea, fire away, All please. right.
2: So the music is originally from a ballet written by Russian composer Tchaikovsky.
1: Oh, I've and heard of him.
2: Is a ballet about Sleeping Beauty. They pretty much just took all the music, put some yeah, words to some of it, but it all came from that ballet.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. fun fact. Hmm. Um, let's see what else we got. The three fairies were Verna Felton, who Which- you may remember as the fairy godmother from Cinderella. Awesome. Um, she. Let's see who else. Barbara Luddy. Who you may remember as Lady from Lady and the Tramp.
1: Perfect.
2: And Barbara Jo Allen was the green fairy in the middle. And I believe she played one other Disney. She was the maid in Sword in the Stone. Oh. So she didn't get quite as many flashy roles as the other
1: two. That that was some... Great true facts. Thank you. All right. This next segment is going to be all Shah Marine. And that is. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Moral number one. And the moral of today's story is. All right. You two. What is the moral of Sleeping Beauty?
0: Don't screw around on the job. Don't <laughs> make <seeing> mistakes. <laughs> think would, before you act. Mm-hmm. And for crying out loud, don't talk to strangers. Those
3: I'm going are... okay. to say don't celebrate till you've passed the finish line.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. the job mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good one. All of these are directed at the fairies. Well,
3: they're the main characters, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it
1: is true. Um,
3: they're the guardians.
1: <laughs> well, Sometimes if you're, you
0: know, a prince takes some sword fighting lessons.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, geez.
2: You'll probably need it at it some. Might come point. in handy
0: later.
1: <laughs> what, does this, what does this? What does it say about like true love and fi- falling in love on the first day? I don't know. Maybe. Does it say anything about it? I don't think so. I don't know. Like, I
2: think true love's kiss is kind of squishy. Like, I think (laughs) it's, if you're just feeling it right now, then that's a thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, funny. Like,
2: I I, I don't know how they can measure whether it's like true lasting love or if it's like
1: true right now love.
2: Infatuation true love.
0: (laughs) Like, do
3: they both decide to be in love? Like. Did you decide that this is real
0: love? Yeah, it's questionable. It is. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like the classical sort of philosophical definition of love is that it's love of the other, not of yourself. And how can you come to that by doing half of a dance to half of a song in the woods? There's just no, there's no gift of self (laughs) or self-sacrifice there. Well, on
2: his side, like he fought through thorns and a dragon for her. So maybe on his side. Yeah, just just to kiss her. Just to kiss her. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fought through thorns. I would say did mild gardening. (laughs) 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 On that note, uh, we are being brought to the end of our show. But uh, Shaw Marine, thank you so much for joining us. What a treat to have you guys here. Uh, The next episode is 101 Dalmatians. All right. Yeah. It's such a good flick. It will be great. Uh, until next time, everyone, have a great day.